The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He's a member of 15 different alliances. He's Will Simmons. <laughs> yeah, and he's Heisen's best friend outside of the house, Spencer Kidley. <laughs> this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Mixed Bad Podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at FantasyForReality.com. Fantasy the number four reality, where we're playing our big brother game right now. It's where the Bachelorette game just wound down, and Bachelor in Paradise and Survivor are coming very soon. And we are here to talk the, last, the full week of Big Brother. We're going to talk Challenge USA, and there is a lot to talk about, namely Heisen. But before we do any of that, Will, what is the good word? Uh, I was sweating bullets watching that Big Brother uh, Big Brother uh, vote yesterday. Um, a lot of it turned out the way it did. But uh, yeah, no, it's been a super solid, fast-moving Big Brother season so far. And uh, the challenge is, is, is coming around, for sure, uh, with their different moves they've got going on. Yeah, you got worried, didn't you? You, got, you thought he was going to... Flip the house on its head again? I mean, it, it it seemed like it was getting close to that. Or at least they wanted us to believe that, right? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Uh, there's a lot there. Um, Challenge USA. Like, I really like it. But apparently, we, we were enlightened earlier this week that there's people out there that don't like the show. I, I like, viscerally hate I, it. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what do people don't like about it? I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, Different point of view for people that watch all the shows that feed these people into this, right? Yeah. I, I think people that are like hardcore challenge fans see this as more of a CBS show rather than a challenge show, which I can understand and appreciate because Big Bro- like CBS has their own style of doing things versus how like the challenge is a little more edgy, a little, little uh, dirtier, more cutthroat, a little more aggressive versus CBS is like a little more family friendly and a little more polished and you know, trying to make sure everything is buttoned up as best as possible. Where that's not the challenges. That's yeah. why the challenge. That's not why the challenge is, good, is, is are, as good as it are is. Are these people that are dismayed? Did they not watch season one of the Challenge USA? Because we thought that was really good. Yeah, I mean, like it, they thought it was fine. I guess. I mean, okay. but it's just not as good. As, I mean, like we can both agree that this is not the challenge like it normally is. Like that's very easy to what, say. What you, what's the thing you say? Well, about concerts. Yeah, the only bad concerts are the ones you don't go to. Yeah, the worst concert you've ever seen is the one you can go to. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, so. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. My, I said it last week. My only knock on is that there's there's no music. Um, yeah, that's why it's like the, it's not it's not the challenge, right? This is the the CBS version of it. It's still fun. The games are still it, actually some of the new events have been really cool because I feel like the challenge is getting a little more repetitive. Some little like what are we doing here? So I think the the challenge uh, competitions have been a little more interesting than we've seen lately. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And so we're gonna talk Big Brother. We're gonna talk the challenge. Before we do that, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Check us out on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Very good. Uh, let's dive in with Big Brother 25 first. We're starting with, um, well, last week we didn't capture on our pod that Riley went home. We, we knew that we're, this house of kind of just fear, right? Where it's unanimous vote three weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. And, Riley went home and and just more of that crap from 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 Heisum. Uh but then we rolled over into this week on Sunday and Cameron is talking to Sari and company about how like hey like 
Isom's public enemy number one and that uh, he and everyone there should be gunning after him. And like, that was one of the reasons they kept Cameron in the house, right? They're like, oh, mm-hmm. he is mad at this guy too. And and I think they all realize that Cameron is a strong competitor. Right. But, yet, yet we haven't seen him, like we see, keep seeing hard, good competitors, Brad as well been mentioned, but we haven't seen him do anything yet. <laughs> like not much at least. Well, we haven't had a real good like I know test of skill, right? That, that's why I don't know if we really know who the good competitors are. Heisem has been a great competitor. He has shown very different stages how he can be good at things. Everyone else has been like, we'll see. So, yeah. I mean, Riley I hopes. Riley was really good at the balance beam thing that Heisem was good at, and I feel like I feel like we've seen Cameron do one thing that we were like, oh, okay, he he he, he can compete. I can't remember what uh-huh. it was, but um, we HOH competition this week. It, I, I feel like I predicted this. Um, that they were going to be doing the putting game, and let's we can check the wow. tape. But um, yeah, roll the tape. Yeah, we we entered it. Heisum is game show host, and it's we're playing Snot a Winner, which I don't know what the purpose of the noses were, other like and why this was the Humiliverse because there was nothing humiliating about this game. Um, but uh, it ends up being Miss Felicia who wins HOH by out putting. I guess it was Bowie Jane was that was the next closest as far as the scores there. And I loved the immediate relief and the things that Heisen was saying. Like, I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> so and, confident. Like, he, what an about face in a matter of like four days for him. Yeah. The way he talked or spoke to people. Yep. I have a, I have a friend that is a lot like Heisen. Mentioned it last week. He's very close to being Heisen. But the like the, the both these guys. In a great way, being direct, being honest is not for everybody. He even admits it last night. Like, it's not for everybody. It's not an easy thing to take. And when somebody's telling you to your face and things you don't want to hear or it's not as comfortable here, it is, it is hard. But I would say he's been fair. Like, he hasn't lied to anyone really. He hasn't really gone. He really didn't do a lot of behind the, behind the back stuff. He's just so direct and he just like, it's unapologetic and it's kind of hurts to, to be a part well, of. It's more than direct though. It's talking down. It's, well, of course he's been a dick, but like, this is who he is. And so like, I don't know. I mean, well, until just... he until he put his tail between his legs and was like, "Yeah, that hurt." Yeah, he <laughs> he got his ass kicked a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Izzy, Sari, Felicia, they're like they're all comfortable nominating him, and, but but backdooring him, and <laughs> well, let's also I guess the humiliverse part of winning that competition was Felicia getting slimed. Throughout oh my god! People having to do oh, yeah. it her. I did like that you had to switch up who, who had to do it. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Everybody gets some of this. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if there's ever time to have someone getting slimed at all times, it's for the bald person to do it, right? Yeah. It's like getting their hair every single time. It's uh, pretty, uh, pretty good. Right. This will never beat, though, when I forgot her name. She had to build a campsite and a fire every t- <laughs> like multiple times in like 48 hours. Um, I recall that. I I can't yeah, remember either. her name, but it was so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, but as soon as Alicia wins, Heisem is like, this is what you need to do. It has to be Jag, and it has to be Matt up next to him. But yeah. whatever you decide. Yeah. I'm like, get the hell out of here, dude. Like, it, it, uh, this conversation could have gone so much better if you've been like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Listen to them. Have them speak. Because that's all really you need to do, right? It's just kind of like, especially people that know how to play the game, just like, let them air out what they think and then say, for perspective, think about this and lay that groundwork. I I would love to offer my opinion. Are, are you interested yeah. in my opinion? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't think he was trying to 
he was actually had the group, the professors, his group actually in mind with his decisions because yeah. it was playing that way. But you can't just go and start telling everybody how to do everything. Yeah. You have to kind of wedge your way through that. You have to be more careful. When I mean, it, on Survivor, that's the guy that gets voted out, right? Because yeah, every time. you're doing too much. You're playing you're doing too much. much. You're... This is also week three. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, we never see this much action this fast. The <laughs> definition of playing too hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Felicia then tells Jag, hey, my plan's Tyson, but I want to put you up against Cameron because I know you guys are going to compete hard in, in the HOH. And she wasn't wrong. Uh, no. She put, put, the, put those guys up. And, and put, I thought it was interesting how Felicia um, and starts spreading to the handful and then eventually almost everyone about this back door. And I was just like, is it risky talking so much about this? Yeah. I mean, yep. then Cameron goes and tells Red, and that's the one thing oh, I didn't want to tell. That was, I was, my, my, my feet were sweating during that one. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, you don't need to tell Red anything right now. You, Nothing. You guys are not aligned. And I still can't figure out, like, is the handful not all of the younger people? Are there some? No. Aren't Cameron's not a part of that anymore. I, I, Cameron doesn't seem to be a part of any of that stuff anymore. And and then they spoke about Bowie Jane this week as if she's not part of the professors. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. She and Red are not on TV ever. <laughs> Which isn't the worst thing for women no. show, right? No, it's not. But they're not good TV. Though. I think they might be two of the more interesting people and they're not on TV. Yeah. I mean, and also to say, there's been so much gameplay so fast that just kind of the bullshit that kind of happens in between the days isn't as needed because there's so much gameplay actually happening. Yeah. They're playing Big Brother, which is a under the radar, quiet back yeah. game, right? But I don't. But sometimes people play that game because they don't have anything else. They don't know what they're doing. That's the difference. That and that's why I don't think I don't know if they're actually playing the game or they're actually like, yeah, I really don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Red goes and approaches Felicia and about it, and he seems like he's kind of okay with it. Uh, he has like he approaches it like he's he's not dumb. Uh, yeah. He goes and then she's like, okay, well he seems to know what's going on, so I better yeah. be forthright here. I thought it was a smart move by him to go to Felicia and ask her the way he did without saying anything, just yeah. letting her tell him. Because then he can tell if she's lying. If she's lying, I guarantee he goes to Heisem next. Because yeah. if she's like, no, that's not what's going on, you know, and kind of keeps that up, I guarantee he goes to Heisem like, fuck this. They're not going to be truthful to me, then I need to be, like, I'm going to take his side. So, yeah, uh, I thought it was a smart, at least it worked out. Cause I mean, like they really had to keep their shit together because Heisen gets wind of any of that stuff and it is downhill from that point on. So, yeah. It, well, but then immediately like red is like, well, I want Cameron to take Heisen's spot in the professors. I'm like, I don't really think it works that way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like what Cameron's like the what? Yeah. Sounds good. I'll do that. It was like, <laughs> and then he's like, well, and then red, well, all of these people, name by name by name, are in a group, and we call ourselves the professors. And I think you're a shoe in to be the next member. <laughs> um, that's this is where I'm saying, like, I don't know if, if Red and Billy Jane are playing the game or just kind of like, yeah, this would this is what I think. And it's like, man, you, you're not paying attention. When you're not in the group, you're out of the group. One of the funnier moments of the week was when in the backyard, Jared's out there getting cozy with Blue, and Blue is a weird bird. She's very uh, performative. Everything is like a showy moment yeah, it, for her. He was like sashaying through the hallway from the diary room back yep. to the house after voting last night. Like she, she was all the way to the couch. Like she was on her, the runway or something. That's what I'm saying she's she's all about the show, man. Uh, but and Sari is so disgusted that her little boy doesn't have his head in the game. 
Yeah, uh, a little bit. I've watched kind of like some of the out, some of the uh, pieces of the week and stuff like that. Like they're actually pretty buddy buddy, and like Jared's really trying to play this as smart as possible by not like getting too deep with her, especially since his mom's always around. But yeah. uh, she's definitely putting the full court press on him to make a move here. <laughs> yeah, my mom is watching us. Like, yeah, it's gotta be so awkward for him. Uh, gotta be so awkward. <laughs> my mom's out here. Oh wait, did yeah. I say my mom was here? I didn't. Yeah. Mean that. Oops. I like having my mom here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. I still can't believe no one's figured it out. Hey, man, they're doing a good job. Tyson, when he on his interview, he was just like, "What?" I mean, everybody's been surprised by it. Even, yeah. But when you tell them, they're always like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." But I mean, like, you don't. Why would you think that? Why you're in the house? Why would you think that? At some point, Izzy blows him up. Got to. It'll probably be like final five, final six. I mean, Felicia, uh, Serene needs to hope that things keep keep as tight as they are with them for a while because yeah. yeah that's that's her first move if she gets wind of anything bad happening i saw this diagram the other day and apparently there are like a lot of alliances that we don't even know about that have names there was a chart of like all the ones that Suri is in and it's like eight different ones what yeah oh. it's like the fields is her and her son and izzy and then another one called the real fields where it's just her and her son <laughs> and, then, like, <laughs> uh, and a slew of other ones including the professors and the and the bad bitches and whatever else um anyhow veto comp they get their wish heisem's not in it um so like he was planning to throw the comp anyway which would have been amazing i wish he had played and thrown it <laughs> um and but that that comp that goop uh, no I, joke jag figured that thing out right like don't get in the goop stay above up, it up out of it just knees and hands and and, and nothing else and like <laughs> i don't know if the laying an egg thing was completely necessary but yeah so it was what it was this is why it's a cps show right <laughs> but, uh, they can do something really weird and they were like what if a little fun twist on it it's like yeah, good cuck like a, we can just walk like a bird over there for a while it's like all right um yeah no jack did a great job uh felicia felicia was just oh, it was comical how bad like, she was <laughs> just wallow in it yeah the fact she got one in that time was amazing <laughs> and then she was rolling around in the hay and like oh my gosh <laughs> I mean, she knew what she was doing. She wasn't about to win this anyway. It was, you know, have fun with it. I, I was like, how do they wash that crap off? So Bethany said the same thing. She's like, what do you do after this is over, right? Like, they must you get hosed they, off. You can't take must, a shower. Yeah, there must be a, like, staging area where they go, like, hose them off or something. Yeah, it's got to be. Or, like, you like, hey, make sure before you come in the house. Yeah, you know, they take they, that into the house. Strip like, your clothes. A, you can't walk into the house. B, like, if you wash that off in the shower, the pipes are going to clog. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, the some of these ways they set it up, I'm like, I'd like to know if, like, the back half of the house, like, just can just open up, right? Like, to, like, a soundstage style, like, just, yeah. like, just remove the wall, right? Detaches or opens up to where they can just roll this shit in there like they do. Oh, I guarantee you that one of those walls moves. It's movable, right? Uh, that's why it makes sense to be able to set this up within a day or so. Um, I mean, but, yeah. it's not just a doorway where they're bringing this chance. No. But also, what do you do with all this crap once it's over? Like, where? how do you dispose of this crap? <laughs> Great question. It, I wonder. It, maybe it's water soluble. I mean, I figured it is because, like, that's the way it rinses off and stuff. Because anything more is permanent at that point, right? And they're covered in it for days, so you can't do that. But it's got to be enough to where, like, it's that goopy on you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they, they have probably stunt department has formulas for all this stuff. Yeah, that's what, it's, that's what it paid for. But I mean, she's a beached animal. Jag is like a gazelle getting out of the goop. Uh, he wins the power veto. Um, obviously he'll pull himself down. 
and then back in the house, Heisen was like, oh, it's, it's got to be Matt. Felicia, it's got to be Matt. Matt, Matt's, Matt's what it is. And that's when he's like, when he tells Izzy, why would you go after it? Why would you go after a knight when you take a king out? And I was like, <laughs> poetic. Poetic. I mean, like, it's funny how these shows work. I mean, like, editing is great with this stuff, but, like, it's just funny how, like, sometimes just so, it's too perfect. It's too perfect, which why it was so nerve-wracking at the end. I'm like, no way. No way can this not happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying it out loud. I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, nope. But when she replaces him and she turns it right back around, why take out a knight when you can take out a king? Nailed it. <laughs> uh, and we go to Thursday night and with the like, bison to heisem is how Julie introduces us to the show. And like, he's a different human. This like betrayal or betraying the betray, uh, uh, the betrayer who I, I get he was so caught up in this that like he'd been talking to America, well, America, the person yeah, um, <laughs> about about uh, making alliance, maybe not alliance, friendships on the other side. I think this was more rooted in we just don't like the way you talk to us. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with that. They seem to never tell him like you demean all of us. Yeah. Uh, Izzy, Izzy basically tells him that, right? She's like, I'm not going to let a guy tell me how to run, like how things are supposed to be run. And like, it was, and honestly, like, I, I was proud to, for her to say what she did because she laid it on the line for him. And he was like, he just took it. I mean, I have to say, as big of a dick as he's been, he took all this in stride. I mean, like, he's basically told that he's ruining the, their their whole alliance and everything else. And he's like, just a, 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 basically a cancer. He and he just sits there and takes it and takes it. He takes didn't it. fight it with anyone. And yeah. I mean, for her, she's like, hey, I'm sorry for lying, but it was my job to keep you calm. And he's like, you did a good job. <laughs> you, like, you did it. Like, uh, it's going to suck, too, because, like, he, I'm sure there's, I mean, like, I, we things we don't see a lot of is, you know, like, their personal relationships. I'm sure people like them. I mean, when he was doing his interview with Julie afterwards, you're kind of like, oh, where's where's this guy been? It's like, well, maybe he's been that guy, except for the parts where he's talking about game. Like, he gets so serious about it. But he, I don't know. It's interesting you brought that up. Uh, like, he became so much more flamboyant when he went from the house to yes. Yeah. Well, also, like, I mean, being in the house, there's so much pressure on you. So, like, I don't want to dim- diminish that, where it's like, you become a different person at house because you have to be right. And, and again, the best players kind of do, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't feel like he's a malicious person, but I, I bet he's used to having to deal with, he's a doctor. I mean, he's better to deal with these. He's talked about the tough decisions and like being direct with people. You can't be, you can't just kind of be flutter around things as a doctor. You have to be direct and tell people how it is. Cause you I mean, it's, it's your job. So I feel like it just kind of looked too serious for him, but he took out what's stride, And I think he did a great job of apologizing. And I think he really, really did sell some people on him coming back. But ultimately, how can you turn the entire house back around? You can't do that. That's the hard part. You look silly if you do that. If yeah, in the house, like I, I mean, I was going to say, like even if he does, he does say what they're going to do, does agree to it, and they do get to use him as a shield and things like that for a while. At some point, they will have to beat him in something, and that will be too hard to do. Felicia's not beating him in a comp, you know, that's any more than just like something to a puzzle or something like that. So, it's like you really do have to take out, take him out now. Yeah, and and it would. Would have required them getting enough votes, right? Because that's, he can't yeah. vote, and Felicia can't vote. Yeah, that's two votes there. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't think you can flip the whole house back. Like, I think that other side of the house still sticks with their getting rid of Heisen because he's a direct threat to them, obviously. And yeah. that's and that was like five out, people, and he got rid of their homegirl. Yeah, right. And that's like that was like five with Red because Red was one of the first votes. When I heard saw Red vote, Red vote for him, I was like, oh. There's no way they can, even if it was sort of flipped, it wasn't going to be. Well, we knew uh, Red wasn't going to. We knew Red was going to vote him out because Red wasn't going to vote Cameron out. Of course, but that was the telltale sign. I'm like, well, that's an extra vote for that side of the house. That's like six votes for them already. So, 
And it was, it was once we got to Suri with the sixth vote where it was like, okay, we're yeah, guaranteed. Around. It's done. Uh, I have to say, though, it's their third uh, all or none vote, you know? Which I don't like. It's interesting. I w- the I first would, two, the I first two were scared votes. I was fully expecting someone to at least, I was kind of looking for Corey to do it, to, to throw one the other throw way. Throw one. No one's done it. Which which will make it interesting because the first time it does happen, it will send shivers to the house. Like, somebody's defecting here and who is it? Uh, if they'd already know. But um, I think, uh, shit, what's the point? Uh, I think the first vote was a scared vote because it's the first week, right? Second week was the, to butter up Heisem, and this week was just to make sure he went out. So, like, I don't think we're going to have a landslide vote from here on out. I think it's going to get a little more mis- mixed up here based on the results here. I mean, coming up this week, we have the – it's been 18 years. 18 years. Wow. Long-awaited return of the pressure cooker HOH competition where, where Kaser, who I love Kaser. Whoa, Kaser. Um, gosh, I feel like that's probably, like, season – Four or five, somewhere in there. I can't remember when. It was Kaser and Janelle and Howie and, and all on that season. And uh, I don't really remember the competition, but 13 hours is a long time. It looks like they're, they're, the new version is in the dark, maybe, and indoors, from what we saw of the kickoff of it. Yeah, it's indoors. Uh, and the dark was pretty interesting, too. Yeah, so um, uh, who, who do you like to win an endurance competition? Because that's what it is. Yeah, it's gonna be tough because you already talk about people having to pee like right away. They're like, oh, "I already have to pee." And I'm like, "Oh, well, you're gonna be done." Yeah, why don't you just pee your pants? Yeah. Um. Honestly, this is one that anyone could win. I mean, like, I, I feel like some of the you know Felicia and Sari might have a tough time just standing up that like just being there for that long. I mean, but like just because they're older. But I even think that that could be worked out, right? If you could sit down and keep your hand on that thing. Like, I don't know if sitting down was an option. I don't believe so. I, I just think you have to keep your hands on it, right? Um, I mean, this is like hands on a hard body, right? Yeah, totally. I don't think you need to be a certain build or person to do this. It's just a matter of just like how much can you put up with. I mean, you're gonna be hungry, tired, and your bladder's gonna be full. Like that's about if you can muscle to that, anyone can do this. There is an endurance athlete in the house, and well, I say that I don't know what events Matt swims, um, but sure, I, I like his odds. Bison uh, said something about uh, America being an endurance, something about her endurance. So what about that. <laughs> Yeah, I could see. I, honestly, I could see like Matt winning, sure, uh, or Cameron. I mean, like I could see somebody like that winning. Maybe Jag. I think one of those three guys. I think I really think Matt needs to win something soon because, like, I feel like he'll start becoming the easy man out if uh, the other side of the house gets their way. Yeah, um, I don't. I think it's easier to say who's not going to win, right? <laughs> than than who is is going to win. Sure. Uh, I mean, I still think Cameron could do it. Um, th- I mean, this may be where we see how, how good a competitor Cameron is, right? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anywho, um, anything else on Big Brother? Uh, I wish. I, I honestly was like, if I wasn't so tired, I would turn the live feeds to watch more of that because I want to be able to see how this game this plays out because we're just going to edit a version, which I'm sure will be. I mean, we'll still it'll be good. Ten minutes of it, uh, <laughs> which is oh awesome. for sure. I know. I wanted, I wanted to flip over just to see like how it really was playing out, like an hour after it started. So, but yeah, no, I'm excited about this. Before, this is... like, the only time you really want to watch a live feed is on Thursday night because you know where you're. Jumping. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, no, it's been an awesome season so far. I mean, like we've seen some really fun gameplay, fast, so been good. And presumably, by this time on Friday, the competition is over. <laughs> you um, would think so. Yeah. Uh, quick check at fantasy4reality, fantasy4reality.com, where we're playing our big brother game, and I uh, do the live scoring. 
Will is still holding a comfortable lead. He did lose Heisem this week, so I finally didn't lose a player. Uh, but Will leads at 150 to 89. Um, Felicia, actually, the second highest score on the season. Still time to sign up and play along. Plenty of house guests in there, so sign up and play with your friends or your colleagues while you watch. Uh, let's switch over to the Challenge USA. Uh, we're going to talk about Sunday. Maybe we'll talk lightly about Thursday. I've seen the Thursday episode. Will hasn't, um, but I think maybe we can talk about some of that without ruining it for you, Mr. Simmons. Uh, but let's dive into Sunday. Like, we jumped right into this Polly Tory conversation to start the show. And, like, there was a lot of ink spilled on it in the press this week, but it wasn't super clear what was happening there. Uh, he did Bananas podcast this week where it became a little more clear, but I guess in the articles it became more so as he talked more about his sexuality and how therapy has helped him become a calmer person, I guess. Yeah. Is he more, is he fluid now? Is it what he's saying? He's just kind of like, eh, whatever. I, I think he likes guys and girls, um, as does Kara. Um, and, and they're still together. He and Kara still together. Okay. Well, there you go. That's all. That's all. That's my only question was like, well, did they stay together? Cause I mean, it feels like he's wearing her, her clothes at this point. So I think they would. <laughs> they are still together. Um, she even did a drive by in the background of Bananas, uh, interview with Polly. Nice. Honestly, I mean, like, Paulie being toned down is a great thing because the guy can still compete and like his mouth just kind of got into more trouble than it needed to be because like the dude could whip anybody's ass at anything given the, the challenge. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, whatever, whatever makes him feel better about himself at this point. Uh, Early in this episode, we hear from Corey like, hey, like I realize I need bananas and Wes and they need him. That didn't last too long. Uh, no. as, as we go, uh, we, we, we jump into challenges really quick. On, on CBS, again, like we've gotten used to the hour and a half episodes on MTV and we get the hour episodes here. Um, but uh, we're playing capsized, which was that like you had to spin a boat from upright to upside down to, to re- read a, a, a key of buoy flags and then hoist those up in a, in a certain order. And so it's memory and, and, and a lot of endurance as well. Um, so comp was okay for me. I don't know what your thoughts were. Yeah, it was fine. The flipping the boat over was definitely like, well, that's a pain in the ass. Uh, I mean, as long as you have a good swimmer in your team, then you're, you're probably all right. But yeah, this was uh, not my favorite one to watch, but I'm sure difficulty in the water, anything with water usually throws a wrench in things. But um, yeah, no, it definitely wasn't very easy. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely challenges, right, that are like better to watch than others on TV. Um, and one of the highlights here for me, or lowlights, is like the green team. Amanda doesn't swim. How do I not remember that? She doesn't do a lot of things. That's why I don't understand why she keeps coming back. Yeah. She runs her mouth well, and that's about it. She doesn't do anything else well. And then she was, like, making a scene on this episode of, like, oh, look at Bananas making a scene for the camera. I'm like, that's what you do. All you do. That's all you're good for on this show. Yeah, um, it ends up being the blue team uh, that wins this thing, who has risen up, really, uh, on the show. And it's the Corey and Tori are the safe vets. Uh, and they won by a considerable margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we go to deliberations, and it, it's Monty or Bananas. And for some reason, Alyssa L. is controlling the <laughs> deliberation. It's like, why? And, who, like, I know who you are, but why? Yep. And it ends up being the two vets um, from, well, one from the blue, Bananas from the red team, and, and, and uh, Amanda from the green team that they put up. But, and it's Corey. Corey votes for both of them. And I know this because I listened to Bananas podcast. He was Bananas apparently outside the room and they didn't close the door all the way. So he heard all the votes. Wow. And like, Corey, you just said you need the vets. Why are you voting for them? 
That's why Corey doesn't win much. <laughs> you're not very smart. He has kids, though. Do you know that? I beat me to it. Um, and so it it kind of from there it turns into this like bananas just grandstanding for the whole house to this like music from The Godfather, uh, essentially, which I thought was pretty good TV. When they're not using real music here, but like that works a little. This is old school bananas too, just like which where he just goes and like this is why I should stay. This is why you guys are stupid. Oh, just because like he's been on this so many times and it's like he he kind of seeing things as they are, but also like trying to position himself as like you guys are dumb for making these moves, making everyone stupid about what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so it's classic classic bananas move. Which, but and we we got we got a little real realism from him when he went and did a, his confessional. He's like. This is. I feel like a rookie. Like everybody's against me. Like I feel uncomfortable. Also, that's the only confessional we've seen from him at all. The whole season, they've never done any confessionals. I was like, where did this come from? Are there not confessionals? I feel like we see them all the time. No, they have interviews, but this is a confessional. This was like a them oh, recording okay. themselves. Well, I'm, it just looked different. Yeah, it was a confessional, which is like, where did this come from? <laughs> Are they doing these all season? <laughs> yeah, I'm, as opposed, to, I, I refer to all of them. All of the interviews as confessionals, but no, those were the that's where the producer in a room like the yeah. confessionals old school real world. But you go in there and talk to the confession, right? You go yeah. like minus a producer in the room. So yeah, well, I guess we've seen it in recent seasons more in the form of a call back home. Yeah, those are different. That's still different. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a true. That's where Bethany and I were like, wait, when does this start happening? Because this is a I haven't seen it yet. Bananas has a separate room that he can go into. Yeah. Banana cam. But I mean, everyone's talking about making sure it's a guy. Red's planning on spreading things across Monty and Tyler. Green's thinking they'll spread it across Josh and Polly. We go down to the arena. Um, we know we have Bananas and Amanda, and it's a matter of who the hopper gives us. It gives us Monty, and or, or excuse me, Monty with the highest number of votes, but it spits out Polly, which is kind of a shame. Like Bananas and Polly finally patch things up, and then they get queued up to, to go in and play Fire and Ice, which... Also, interesting listening. I know I keep plugging this Bananas Polly interview, yeah. but they misled us the way they produced this stuff. So there's these two giant blocks of ice right underneath each of them, and they have these bean bags to throw at each other while they have to hold an arm in the air. And like Bananas had kind of done this before. He lost it to Natalie Negrati famously a few seasons back. But um, these guys are throwing the bean bags and they're hitting the target seemingly every time, right? Did they or did they not? We don't know. But in the, in the, in Bananas quote, I say quote, throws his last bag, but Polly has one left, and Polly misses the target. Bananas had the last bag in real life. He still had one, if not two bags, when Polly threw that one and missed. So that was the misleading part. They like they produced it to in in that way. Bananas like, yeah, I, I I had one left when you were holding that bag behind your back and then threw the final one. Why would they do that? I don't know. To make it more interesting, make it more dramatic. I mean, if if who cares at that point? I mean, like whoever has the last bag is it's a monumental throw one way or another. So like, who cares who throws it last? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, and we knew. I get. I guess since Polly missed, they didn't need to show us that bananas had one more. Right. I mean, if he throws it and misses it, and then Johnny comes back with another one. I mean, that's just it's exciting. It's like, oh, now he's definitely done, right? I'm like, and then it just becomes uh, waiting for that ice to melt. It didn't seem like it was melting any too fast. Yeah, like this whole this whole game was kind of dumb. And like, why are we throwing the beanbags if fire's still on there? I get it. Like, you're kind of supposed to like heat the fire up more. I like, but I'm like, it didn't well, last. Well, I think it's because they were going back and forth so much that it really didn't have time to go out. But it like, when the other person's was on, yours was supposed to go off. It didn't. Well, it didn't seem that so, way. So, so theoretically, when when right. 
bananas got it to the final bag, only Polly had a flame. Yeah. Which do we think? I don't. We, unclear if Polly dropped his arm or the ice melted and made the thing dump. Yeah, that it wasn't very clear on this. I mean, like, also, like, why don't you give him more bags? You just have to throw the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> like, now oh, we stop and they just wait it, now. Yeah, in the same interview, Polly did kind of make it sound like his ice melted and he was out. Mm. So I don't know if there was like that, something was attached to the to the ice, and then and when it went, he went. But yeah, not not, not the most entertaining of uh, yeah. el- eliminations. Significantly weakening the red team, though, uh, with with Polly going out, and all the more so when I'm like, Bananas has to defect. He needs to go to another team. I wasn't thinking he was going to swap a vet, though. Like when he he goes and joins the blue team and and, and moves Corey. Like, what if you went and moved Seabass, and then you roll Fessy, Tory, Corey, Bananas? That's stacked. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um. But I mean, he, he's still with Tori and Fessy, and a pretty strong team. I mean, uh, Chris from, from Survivor, I don't think is a slouch. Um, and then uh, got a decent crop of, of of girls there as well. And as I mentioned, uh, Sebastian's on that team as well. Uh, so like, it's strong. Yeah, and, 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 and a full team, right? Yeah. Which. Um, Kind of that that took us to Sunday night, and uh, if you don't want to read along with me as a uh, here, but it we have a rather like kind of ho hum game. Uh, oh wait, you've seen this one, right? Yeah, you've seen Sunday night. Yeah, we we play the the semi game on on the backs of the trucks, and uh, it's double elimination. Uh, and we see ultimately the green team, uh, or excuse me, the, the blue team being kind of out of it and then throwing the game to help the now shrunken red team win. Right. You're with me. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting. Like that's Wes realizes like, Hey, like I, I think, I think Wes even says like, Hey, I like, I, I invented this move. <laughs> and 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 so things kind of shift into the smaller red team's favor, and as as we kind of get back to the house, like red is wanting to like kind of target bigger bigger names, but then Josh is like, I'll just go stalemate picks, which I don't know. What what are your thoughts on on him doing that? Um, I. I don't. I don't think I agree. I don't think I agree. <laughs> um, this where it gets it's start, it gets a little weird here, just because there's so many people still involved. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for that. <laughs> so like, Josh is going. Hey, I'm gonna force a stalemate. Josh is also kind of like. He, he's making the most sense here. This might have been Josh, one of Josh's best moments ever on this on on the challenge, where where he's kind of making sense and he's wanting to target Desi, Michelle, and her crew want Amanda, but he's like Amanda's not a threat, which he's hundred percent right. Um, I said the exact same thing. I was like, wow, Josh is making a ton of sense for the first time ever, and yeah. I'm like, this is crazy because he's finally seeing the game as it should be played, versus just like playing off his emotions and like who who fucked me over and who did hasn't so. 
Uh, yeah, no, made perfect sense. And it should, this is the way it should work, especially if you know all the vets are going to be knocked out of here soon. You got to go somewhere else with your votes. Yeah. And like Tiffany and Michelle end up kind of folding like a folding chair. They give in, yeah. they vote Lewis and Desi in. And so Corey and Josh kind of pulled the rabbit out of a hat. And, uh, when the other teams go to liberate, uh, the green team kind of knows that it was Chris's idea because Wes told bananas that they threw right. the comp. So they want to go after him. And meanwhile, the girls are like, Hey, like, Let's target Amanda. We uh, we know Desi will take her out. Um, so and then and then we see. I, I don't understand the cross cross party stuff on on the teams. I mean, I, it's along the their original show lines, but Alyssa L abandons Chris and uh, Michaela is still the Michaela we knew on Survivor. She's <laughs> yeah. Still hard, still hard headed. Yeah, but um, yeah, and we. I guess we left out that this was a double elimination, right? Yeah, double elimination for sure. It's, it's uh, Amanda and Chris. Nine votes by Amanda, including uh, uh, including obviously some of her own teammates. Yeah, and we played this evil eye, which is pull wrestle with an element of balls in. Yeah, it's like combo game. I get it away, but also got to get it out. Yeah, and uh, Chris eventually breaks through and beats Lewis. Um, I'd rather have Chris than Lewis because we didn't really know Lewis. Uh, and then I mean. Desi just mops the floor with Amanda. Uh, it's not even close. I mean, Desi is like Desi is a super athlete, human, all the things over yeah, Amanda. Absolutely. No, Amanda, like I said, she's good for talking shit, but she does not win anything. Like she doesn't win anything. Yeah. And so this was an e- not an e- I mean, she gave it a good bit. She actually got a good position for a while where Desi had to like wrestle it from her, but I mean Desi being bigger flipped her over and took it out of her hands and was like, all right, there it is. I'm glad it was only a one round game, too. Yeah. And and Chris decides to stay with the blue team, but Desi defects, takes Alyssa S's spot on the blue team, and the blue team just gets stronger. I mean, they yeah, are really a strong team. I mean, Bananas is there now. They have Desi. Like, if they, these teams stay the way they are, like, they're going to have to change the format of the show. Otherwise, it's going to get uninteresting <laughs> fast. Yeah. Which I'm sure it's something they'll, they'll be like, oh, we're going to play pairs or, or whatever. Maybe we'll drop our buffs. Drop your jerseys. Tell a new one. Um, but we that we rolled to Thursday, and then it was like Green is super short-handed, and trying to figure out kind of what's going on there because Wes is starting to worry. Like they blindsided me on on Amanda, got me to vote for Cassidy, so now like I'm feeling kind of weird, and uh, just we we ran a really long, really tough, uh, quasi final, uh, yeah. this week with a lot of endurance puzzles along the way. And, um, I, I can tell you which team won, and I don't think that's going to ruin anything for you. The Wes's team pulls a rabbit out of a hat and wins. So it's on them to kind of get things going, um, for, for what's going on. We have some showmances happening. Uh, Tyler's kind of liking Alyssa S. Josh is kind of liking Cassidy, which is weird. Um, and, and we, we get a fine, uh, an arena of two, like, people that, I don't really care if either of them go home. Um, so, um, we, we get to, we get to, to that and, and a good competition week, I, I suppose, but more, I like the interdynamics of the house as we wrapped up the week on, on, on Thursday. Um, the dynamic of the vets really solidifying and kind of, uh, kind of causing chaos. And I like it. Um, 
But, I'm glad there's definitely a shift because if it was going to be a straight get all the vets out real fast, I mean, yeah. like, I, I'm, the show can still survive on it just because it's good yeah, enough for us. And it was called War of the Worlds where they were voting. Yeah, out. right. But I mean, you want to you want to keep it around because it definitely mixes things up, and that's what you kind of need in the show. Because once they start infighting, it just gets super messy, and it's like you need somebody, uh, you need one of those vets around to kind of keep things moving. Yeah, very good. Well, um, I think I did that without telling you too much because I know you hadn't seen the Thursday show. Yeah. Um, Let's go okay, ahead and okay. wrap it up for the week. Uh, you want to let everybody know where they can find us on the interwebs? Twitter, After Reality Pod. Find us. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iFellover45 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Spencer Kitley on the Twitter and at Fantasy Floor Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. Until we chat again next time, I remind you, All is fair in love, war, challenges.